When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're not going to cheer when this guy goes down. That's appreciation for greatness. Carter comes up shooting. Welcome to Toronto Sport Matters, podcast number 74, where I'm joined in studio with Gregory Yeroshadis. We're going to break down the events that happened last night, obviously in Game 5. Uh, we're going to talk about the, basically, like what, right down to the last wire, last shot of the game. We're also going to talk briefly about the Kevin Durant injury and also the comments made by Bob Myers. Uh, Greg, obviously a heartbreaker last night, lost by one single fucking point. Uh, what are your takeaways from the game? You know, I watched the game at my good friend uh, Ryan's house and there's a couple buddies there and I came in and I was worried. I've been worried the last two days since I heard that the Slim Reaper was making an appearance. It wasn't a coincidence that it rained. He comes with bad weather. They say he's a storm, Brandon, and he brought the rain. The rain man was drilling threes and then came the injury. Mm -hmm. Um you know, obviously, like Miku, our producer, was kind of mentioning this before the podcast started. Um, you know, just him, even like that, like play in the first quarter, sort of willed that team to the victory last night. They That's won exactly by one, it. right? Yeah. That's exactly it. Uh, it it wasn't just his on court contributions in the fourth that gave them a little extra scoring punch by the end, right? Mm-hmm. It was just the spirit that he gave to his teammates. Um, I don't think Golden State would have won that game if Kevin Durant didn't make, even if Kevin Durant didn't score like he scored. It was just the symbolism of him being out there, I think, it's also really gave them a boost. The, you know, Kawhi obviously having the defensive assignment of having to guard Kevin Durant majority possessions, obviously be a little bit labored on the offensive side if he had to kind of handle dual role. Um, but, but Brand, I didn't think that's like the refs weren't giving Kawhi any calls, man. They were like, any defender that was guarding him was getting away with grabbing and holding. Mm-hmm. It was brutal, man. Well, that's the problem, the inconsistency of the NBA playoffs when it comes to refereeing, right? Like, I think in the NBA, but, they tighten up a little bit more in the playoffs, right? But and really, in this instance, it's kind of bullshit. It's not happened to James Harden when he's playing the Golden State Warriors, right? Like, he wasn't really getting the calls he typically gets. In this situation, you like to think Kawhi would get these calls, especially as an ISO player. Right? You know... The only thing I can think of is that the NBA really wants to see this thing stretched out. Obviously, there's a revenue element involved in that. Um, but it was shocking to see how uh, how much the ref swallowed their whistle. And then, you know, with Curry, he gets brushed and it's a foul. Mm-hmm. 
maybe it's either their size, maybe, I don't know, like Steph Curry's like, cool. like a, 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 like a little small, like slender little man. You know what I mean? I like mean, if Kawhi he does doesn't get, accentuate contact, huh. right? Like he doesn't make it known, but in more, the, more fuel to the fire for your hatred for Steph. Eh? Well, he, his little, he, his little wispy figure. He played good. He played good last night. Um, I still maintain what I said that I don't think he's a top five player in the league. Um, I think that with Steph and Clay, you need to have a really great system around them like they did before. Mm-hmm. But as presently constructed, I don't think they have enough without Durant. Yeah, and that's the issue, right? Like the Marcus Cousins at certain points is unplayable. Obviously coming back from the Achilles injury, Looney doesn't really look like himself. Imagine if they had that $5.6 million veteran mid-level exception to be able to throw at like a, a Trevor Ariza or someone within that mold. That's like They of, used to have like David West, a younger Iguodala, a well, younger Livingston. The impact of having like a wing player off the bench, a third guy, just to sort of, yeah. you know, you can drain the open three, not an Andre Iguodala type, but more of a Yeah, and they don't standard, have that. Yeah. That's exactly what they don't have. They don't have a wing player that can match up a wing with, that can slide between three, four, drain the open three, and also sort of play that small ball, like I just mentioned, power forward position. Yeah, and and you know, look, we played good enough to win last night. We really did. It came down to the last second. Uh, I don't want to place blame on anyone for that last possession. Look, Kawhi got hard double teamed. He swung it. Van Vliet, I think, though, should have either gone to the basket when he dribbled it or kicked it to Lowry right away to give him time to make a play. Well, that was a pretty clean look from Kyle. It, it was Draymond opinion. got a piece of it. Dr- okay, like Draymond closed that out quick, though. Like, in retrospect, if you look at the play, at least from my perspective, that was as clean as a shot I can go- get in that type of situation concerning Kawhi was sort of fumbling the ball, double team, going to be triple, running over the the elbow, if, over to Fred, who's also covered up. He got the double on him, switch Fred off KD. If Fred didn't dribble first... Um, it would have given Kyle time to pump fake. He had no. Kyle had to just throw it up where he was. Right. And yeah, and and Green made a great defensive a, play as a shot. It was a clean look, but you're right though. They could the pump fake a like, little bit more. Like there was just more. no time for him to yeah. adjust at any way. And like I felt that moment. I mean, you can see Kyle Lowry was devastated after the game. Eh? Like that was the, that's the moment you dream of as a kid. Like for the championship. Another thing uh, I guess a lot of people were kind of pissed off about uh, after the game was the Nick Nurse decision to call a timeout. Obviously, you have Kawhi on that run, 10 points uh, in a row, essentially. Um, And Nurse just sort of abruptly calling a timeout, which is sort of... I don't know, like, like, I, like. There's so many schools of thought in the situation. You're a coach. You've kind of been in those sort of predicaments in a game. Uh, it's it's tough to stop the momentum. Obviously, the guys need to rest. Probably Nick Nurse knows his players better than anyone else. What, what do you what do you gauge of the situation? Yeah, and I mean, look, I mean, I'm I'm a soccer coach. I, I grew up playing basketball, but uh, uh, you know, in terms of coaching, I'm a soccer coach. But still, there's some transferable pieces here that you know often. It's a momentum thing, right? Well, look, but look, you asked, would it have made a difference? Like, it could be that he doesn't call the timeout and, you know, we lose by even more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, mind you, I thought the bigger issue is that we had a timeout remaining and that on that last play. And and again, there's two schools of thought, right? Um, but like one would be just, you know, a better play would, would, would be to let the players play it out. Right. Because mm-hmm. anything you draw up, it gives them time to set their defense, whatever. But my God, like we didn't even get a shot off, right? Right. And there were a few plays like that. that like, even come, I think the bigger issue with him and calling the first timeout was that coming out of that timeout, we didn't get we didn't get a good look. Right. So 
if you're going to call that timeout, like, and this is what Dwayne Casey was criticized for. And, and ultimately some people say fired for, right? Like, like, you know, having better X's and O's coming out of plays like this, like what Brad Stevens does. And I really like Nick Nurse. I like his uh, philosophical outlook on coaching. Uh, I think he's run a great offense. I think he's made great defensive adjustments all the, the whole bit. But I don't. I haven't seen great out of timeout plays from him. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm not going to put it on put it on Nurse. But you never know. Yeah, maybe if he doesn't call that timeout, you know, we're all still out partying. From last night. It just seems like more of like a scapegoat to get away from the loss. You know what I mean? Like this blaming Kawhi, blaming Nick Nurse's decision. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the fucking day, we lost the game fair and fucking square. You can blame the refs. You can point thing as much as you can. There's no scapegoat in the situation. We yeah. lost the game. We lost it by one. Let's roll the punches, get our fucking shit together, and come back big on Thursday. It's a little underwhelming and shitty to not secure the victory in Toronto. The pandemonium that could have potentially happened. You talk about the Leafs last from the cup in 67. Jays are fucking dumpster fire and just having that like ability to celebrate the occasion, just being able to be in the city. It's just a fucking, it would be an incredible feeling, but also be like little salty fucking salt in the wound type of situation of getting the victory in Oakland, pandemonium, Toronto, and just heartbreak in Oracle. Well, that's the issue though. Now, Brandon, you're talking about going back to Oracle. Oh, fuck pla- Oracle, but listen, man. A place Those fuckers, that we, can't, we, they can't do, sh- they're fucking home, fuck their fucking home fans. But fuck I know, I agree. I am Silicon Valley, I'm not down with it. Those aren't true Oakland sports fans, believe we me. We dusted those fuckers yeah, but look, in three but look, and four. But look, Come but look, but look, you don't think that the players and the fans and everyone was embarrassed by the way that they almost let Oracle be closed out? Like, they're not, they're going to come like with a better effort, like they're gonna come to avenge what happened last game. Well, no shit, they're about to get fucking eliminated. <laughs> well, okay, no, 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 but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, after what we did last time, like we embarrassed them there last time. I don't know if it's gonna be that easy this time. I'm not saying we can't do it because I think that we're objectively when Kevin Durant and I said this all along when Kevin Durant doesn't play, we are objectively the better team. Right. Okay. Um. Because DeMarcus Cousins isn't the player that he was. Well, it's also right? the hope that, like, before Kevin Durant played last night, there was a hope, especially in game three or four, that even if we lose this game, there's this sort of white knight savior that yeah. could potentially come into the series and sort of salvage th- this matchup. And right now, they don't have that sort of out- outlet. You know what I mean? They don't have that that person in the wings potentially coming in and, and being the savior. They the, the onus is on them now. So again, that might spark them and ask. Steve Kerr might do, like, you know, he is a leader of men type. He doesn't yep. really seem like a, much of a tactician, which he kind of is to a certain no, degree. No, he, he's just a great all But, um, you know, you're right. Like, that, they, they might be hyper-motivated. They they might come in all guns ablaze. Again, again, like, I think this is the biggest issue of this team. If the touch of DeMarcus Cousins isn't at 100% are really acclimated to the structure of this team. I just don't think they have enough legs on the bench, and I don't think they have enough depth to be able to take out Toronto come Game 6. I I understand they already stole the game, they stole the game last night. That was a momentum Kevin Durant game. You can kind of point a finger. It's a little hypocritical toward me saying what I said before, but this game, this one, this is all in Golden State. Mind you, though, like I said, the NBA wouldn't mind this thing going 7. And I wouldn't be surprised if, so you, calls, if calls were hard to come by. Well, yeah, so you have it's that not gonna Tim be, Donahue all, in the early 2000s. Just fucking. Hey, man, all I'm saying is it's not going to be as easy as it was last time, is all I'm saying. Like, the Raptors are going to have to have um, their bet. They're going to have to play better than they did 
at home. Yeah, their team's but stacked. We, they have the been Slash a- Brothers and Alfonso McKinney, man. That guy's a fucking <laughs> icon. Well, yeah, um, that's that's what it is, right? I just think that we have better talent. I think that we're going to win the series. But I don't like coming back here for a game seven against a team as experienced as the Warriors. Can right? you just like you can just see it, though. Like you're going to see it. 100%. And this is so Toronto Raptors. It's it like, is. Nothing's Raptors, easy. Raptors blowing fucking uh, 3-1 lead to Golden State Warriors and Golden State coming back and winning game seven. Like, I can just see that happening. I get, I, I, you know I what I mean? That's such, a Tor- that's such a Toronto Raptors result. I don't want to be a dick and say that, but that's so Toronto Raptors. Well, to blow a 3-1 like, lead the, in the NBA The difference finals. is that, that you know, you're, you're, you're putting our past... Onto our present, right? And, and we, that uh, these guys are different. Like, like, look at you know Marcus All, for instance, in a closeout game. He had a fantastic game, right? Uh, we Kyle got we got, ended up playing really. We good got too. arguably the best player in the NBA. who's yeah. unfortunately going to leave next season, but you know him just for this uh, one season alone and be able uh, to sort I of will us to the NBA finals is pretty fantastic. He's uh, he's not staying. Well, with this Kevin Durant injury, it also mixes things up. And you know, could we speak maybe on that because there was a couple issues, right? Like first. The fans who were cheering. Well, I thought apparently. I thought Max Kellerman said the best today, and he said that's a sort of a gut reaction to that type of situation. I don't think there's any ill will toward Kevin oh, Durant. But you got people instance. going on 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 TV this morning, just being like, "Oh, like Toronto fans, classless, blah blah blah," like really, really hitting that note, really hammering on that point. That's right. and I don't think that's very fair because a lot of the fans in that arena don't understand the difference because they thought it was just a regular calf mm. injury right but they don't understand that like his calf injury led to this achilles tear now we don't know we don't have the mri results but it seems to me like that's what happened mm-hmm. or the warriors were hiding a real achilles injury either way the fans maybe just thought oh he went down and not gonna be able to play for the rest of the series but they don't understand that this was a like a pretty devastating injury Please, if it was uh, something that looked devastating right. to them they would not have cheered that way right and mind you then they did realize it and then start to cheer it and chant katie in in appreciation Toronto, like we're not we're not hostile people like that man like like we don't take take pleasure in 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 the pain of others we're just a desperate well speak sports for yourself town. but uh <laughs> no 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 it, it's ultimately in the day it's never good when the best player in the nba goes out with a catastrophic injury like that obviously it's not boogie cousin but it wasn't type. visually catastrophic right like, no, no, like no, small. no, like he, he didn't drop down. He didn't labor in pain. It was sort of a delayed response to him snapping his Achilles. And again, he's going to be able to come back from it. I don't know if he's going to be a hundred percent. It's not going to be like a DeMarcus Cousins situation when the guy's throwing 80 pounds and it's going to be a tough sled to get back you, in the form. You, are you Slim sure Reaper. he'll be able to come back from that? Because very few, only they say Dominique Wilkins really got back to form after this injury. Well, Kev- and, and regardless, it's still going to take him out. For- yeah, but Kevin Durant's not the type of player who purely... Yeah, Depends it's on not his athleticism. Yeah, you know it's I mean? not. It's not all based on. It's not all based on. Um, his, uh, like his hops. Right. Right. Um, but this is. Let's not. Let's not downplay it. This is extremely significant. The somber bells of the University of Toronto are playing right now in the background in homage for the injury to Kevin Durant. No, this is significant, this, man. Think about this. I, right? I know. There's it's, fucking there's bells, there's bells at the University playing. of Toronto. There's a man upstairs in the fucking bell tower hearing our echoing thoughts about Kevin Durant the and he's ringing this fucker right now because he's crying. Opera, man. He's crying. Well, well, think about this now, right? Like, this potentially has costed him what hundred million? Like how many? You think that? You think? You think? Kate? No, no, okay, no, no. So let's just listen, say it let's, takes him let's say a Jim, year to come back. Let's say Jimmy Butler. Okay, so Jimmy Butler gets injured, tears his Achilles. That 
situation, you're, you're right. Because that guy is like borderline max player in that type of situation. Kevin Durant is a fucking unicorn. And I'm sure as shit, there's going to be any, like a team in the NBA willing to throw that guy the max contract is Kevin Durant. The bigger thing I would kind of throw in this conversation is that would it make more sense for Kevin Durant to do something similar like Boogie did? Maybe not similar, but similar in theory of him electing back into his $31.5 million player option with the Golden State Warriors next year. Basically trying to get back into playing for him on the fucking dollar of the Warriors and then coming back in the 2020-2021 free agency and looking for that max to prove that he's healthy again. I, look, I think it depends on the severity of the injury. But listen, if that is a full... If he ruptured his Achilles... Like that's a year recovery. He won't. He might not play the next year. That's what I mean. The thirty-one point five million dollars option of Golden State no, Warriors but, might make but, the most sense. It's a player option. I'm just right? saying, like for him, like by playing, he sacrificed. Like if he did have, and I'm sure he had plans. This is going to send a giant ripple effect to the entire league. Well, it's and, gonna. The, the, there's gonna be teams vying for Anthony Davis to service a little bit more, trying to facilitate a three-way trade to get him. It's a tic-tac-toe effect. Tic-tac-toe effect. Uh, <laughs> right after his injury, for I sure. think you mean a domino effect. Domino. I said tic-tac-toe effect. X's and O's, Jimmy's yeah. and Joe's. No domino effect. There we go. Um, but it really speaks to a bigger issue, right? And this is the one thing I wanted to get at, right? And it it links to the Kawhi Leonard issue from last year, right? Where where you had a a team, because this is what the Warriors did, right? They mm-hmm. put out in they put out information that Kevin Durant has been cleared, right, by the doctors to be practicing. Right. Once you do that, you put the onus, you've put it out in the media, and now everyone now is waiting for Durant. You've put the onus on Durant. Okay. And you as an owner, okay, and this is my gripe, man. Like, if you you're an owner of a team. And you're trying to uh, pressure a player back to play like that, right? You need to be doing the opposite. You need to be protecting that player from himself because the players want to play. And this is what when Bob Myers you, came you, out there with that with that fake soft story. Do you think Kevin Durant really wants to play? Do you actually think that? You think Kevin Durant? motivation to play that game was rooted through um, Bob Myers and and, and and Kerr motivating or willing him to get on the court or was that based on Kevin Durant's own accord of being this hyper I think athlete it was competitor? Both. I think it was both but I think it's the job of the organization to, to protect athletes from themselves because the athlete always wants to go out there but as you saw he couldn't even get through a quarter he couldn't even get through a quarter right? He should not have been playing I, I like I like to give Tim like I think Kevin Durant has a great um like group like a, a, a what, what would you say like a like a like a, like a the people around him he's got he's got a a, a, a posse around him a, yeah. a camp so, uh, so support hit, network support network that's the word we'll use I think rich Kleiman is one of the smartest agents in the NBA rep representative representative rock nation has worked in both facets, sports and entertainment, knows how to represent his client. And I'm sure I don't shit think he if Kevin Durant was there. an instance. I don't think he wanted him out Exactly. There. So I think it's ultimately up to Kevin Durant making that type of decision. Yes, I understand no. you're getting Myers and Kerr in his ear trying to motivate him to get on the court. Even, I though, I could give, the even though I like to give Kerr the benefit of the doubt in the situation. I just think Kevin Durant is a competitive psychopath, cut for different cloth. No other superstar is similar to him. Not even LeBron James. Maybe Kawhi Leonard to a certain degree on his own terms. But I think Kevin Durant is such a competitor that he wanted to be there. He wanted okay, to be on the court. Again, and I don't any, think you can necessarily bait Bob Myers truly for this. great player 
is going to uh, is going to want to go out there. Right. And that's my point. Is that the medical staff for the team should not be working to to find ways to get them out there as fast as possible. Right. That shouldn't be their job. Right. Their job should be to make sure that he is completely right, healthy and you, can make a full return to basketball. Bob Myers hires his medical staff to entrust them that they're going to be able to make the best decisions for their players' safety. And him sort of not going, going like, I'm sure as shit, they're probably telling him, he probably shouldn't be playing. If their doctor's telling you, he probably should be playing, regardless if he can actually play, sit the fucking guy out. Yeah, it's no, game five, right? That's the thing. There's a difference between being like cleared for practice and putting him into the intensity of an NBA Finals game. Right. And again, what you've just done now, mm-hmm. right, is... T- well, again, let's just say he doesn't recover from the injury fully, right? What's the long-term effects of what you've done and why? Because you wanted to squeeze the last juice of productivity out of this guy before he leaves you, right? Right? Honestly, uh, and that press conference by Bob Myers, I don't know if you watched it. It was after the game. Well, you did he get a little choked up. And he gave that. No, but he actually didn't. I think he was like trying to put that on because he wasn't choked up. And it looked to me like a guy that was trying to get ahead. It looked like to me it was the Warriors trying to get ahead of a narrative mm-hmm. and to make a plea for Kevin Durant. Right. And I don't know. To me, it seemed absolutely fake. Mm. I don't know what kind of PR people they have working for them that thought that was a good idea. I didn't think it was a good idea. It looked terrible. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you're looking for someone to blame, he's to blame. Because, yeah, he runs their fucking basketball operations. If they had enough guys to go out there, mm-hmm. right? How many all-stars do you have? You, what, you don't have other players on the bench? You got to put this guy's career in jeopardy? They, lo- I think they lost Kevin Durant in that moment. I can't see how Kevin Durant goes back there. Oh, 100%. I no no you're right and you know again we're gonna see the domino effects of this not the tic tac toe effects of it the tic tac toe uh, effects of it uh, uh, shortly after this the the end of the season um I, I don't know what's gonna happen uh, he's obviously gonna get a max contract offer depending on what team is gonna offer him that uh I, realistically the New York Knicks are probably gonna get Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant we'll okay. see if Kevin Durant's gonna be able to play next season that's but. the thing right so we don't know the severity of this injury right but my good and I want to know I really want to know. Was it his calf? They said it was his calf, okay? But if if it wasn't, if it was he was having an Achilles issue, which people a lot of people thought he was and they lied, that is that is very unethical. Mm-hmm. Right? Um and even if not, like this is a risk when you play on an injury, right? You're putting that area of your leg can't do the same work. So other areas have to pick up the slack and it put too much stress on his Achilles tendon. Right? And I'm sure the medical staff I'm sure they they I'm sure they talked about this that this was a major risk, right? And it just wasn't worth it because we're gonna close them out anyways. So we have game number six this Thursday, tip off at nine o'clock on my birthday. Um, what do you think? You think we got them on your birthday? I said in seven, so I'm still going with seven. Um, your prediction for five was obviously wrong. I'm a genius. Kevin Durant. Hey, my prediction though was was on the premise that that the Slim Reaper wouldn't be back, and and he came back. And he brought with him the storm. I'm just hearing a bunch of excuses. Uh, anyways, uh, any any comments regarding Game Six? Anything you'd like to see? Any adjustments for the team? No, I mean we 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 gave them too many open threes. We got to chase them off the line. We mm-hmm. didn't do a good enough job of doing that. I think if we just come out and 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 play the way we've been playing this series, we're gonna beat them. There's a good chance that we could close them out at Oracle, but I just don't see the rest making it very easy on us. 
All right, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be back. Um, we're going to do a little one tomorrow as well with Christian and I. Um, hopefully, we can get one with the whole group relatively soon. Um, you know, obviously, Jeremy Lin and the rest of the Toronto Raptors are going to try to close this out Thursday. <laughs> so, uh, all right, guys, tune in. Uh, big shout out to our producer, Miku. Thank you, Miku. Um, and also, uh, catch us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, etc. Fucking go, Raps, go! 1.2 seconds to go! Let's go!